Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Reality Bites. Every week on the Believe Podcast Network, I sit down and talk about what most men are forced to watch by a loved one multiple times a week in this great U.S. of A. reality television. Most men pretend not to like it or admit that they watch it, but I force them to talk about it on Reality Bites. I'm Rob Evers, your sports-loving, beer-chugging, girl-chasing host who just happens to be obsessed with reality TV. Today, I'm sitting here with celebrity psychic and medium Heather Aubel. How you doing today, Heather? I'm great. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for contacting me and getting a hold of me for, for coming on the podcast. This is amazing. Well, I was drawn to your photo. I felt you you had really good vibes. Oh, thank you. So a little backstory for everybody is that uh, I was following Heather on social media <laughs> because I am completely into mediums and psychics. I love it. I, I mean, love, clearly. Yeah. I love the stones. I love the rocks. I love meditating. I love Abraham Hicks. I I love everything that has to do with giving us power. Yes. Right. And also I believe on about stuff on the other side. I believe in free will and all that other stuff. But like I, I just know that there's something higher, another vibration that's higher that some people can pick up on and some people can't. Right. Because that's true. Yeah. It's the gospel <laughs> for people like I us. just gave the gospel. <laughs> um, but I was following you. I think I had a mutual friend that like sent me something like you posted or something and I was really into it. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll follow this person. Mm-hmm. And then you reached out to me recently and said that you are kind of getting interested in doing your own reality show for a psychic medium reality I show. Have, Is that true? Well, no, no, no. I have a, a reality show in the works. Okay. And uh, I used to cast reality shows. Okay. And so I I saw, I go over each and every follower, a new follower I get. Uh-huh. So I look at my stories and I see each new follower I get every day. Mm-hmm. And I study them. I look at them because I care. You know, right. I say, who's following me? Because they must be following you for a reason, right? You have a lot of followers, by the way. You do, you've done that that many times? I, yeah, I do. I, I care. So every day I go at the, at the I get up at four thirty. I meditate. Right. I work out, and I you know do the body. Thirty in the afternoon, right? <laughs> exactly. That's, that's what time. Exactly. I, I'm I all up. burned out. <laughs> um, and then I go and I do like an hour social media thing, and I look over my followers, my new followers, etc., and I see who is uh, interesting and etc. You know, mm-hmm. and I saw you, and I said, oh my gosh. He's so cool, and I love his podcast. And I used to cast reality shows. That's awesome. And I said, it's about reality. I have a show in the works. And also, he's, you know, seems hilarious. Uh, you, right? You've been talking to my mom. Did my mom text you before this <laughs> podcast? She has a habit of doing that for people. So Just... you, I have a motto. You ask for what you want in this life. So yes. I said, hey, put me on your podcast. And I said, yes. I was like, okay. But, you know, because it never crossed my mind. I love psychic reality TV shows. And they're making a surgeons right now, right? Like, yes. Like uh, Mama Media and Long Island Medium and Tyler Henry, like all that stuff, right? Right. And people are loving it. I'm loving it. And I just never, I thought about, I've had friends that have done Tyler Henry, right? Some celebrity friends. Right, me too, yes. Right, I'm sure. And I was like, well, maybe, uh, you know, maybe I'll just ask one of them to come on and talk about their experience. But this is so much better because (laughs) I have like a real behind the scenes person that I can actually ask all the questions to and all this other stuff about what goes into like doing a reading and and who's real and who's fake and like all that other bullshit. (laughs) So but first, tell me about your um, 
your relationship with reality TV. I know you were a casting director. So sure. What, what did you cast and then what do you watch? Okay. So in casting, this was something I did for 16 years. Wow. And I love-hated it. Um, I did a lot for Mark Cronin. Uh, he does these days below deck. He uh, did yeah. He did a lot, a, a ton of shows like Flavor of Love, uh, Daisy of Love, uh, the, the, the thing with Brett Michaels, all that stuff. Yeah, those were the... Surreal the life, all that stuff, all that stuff, right. Original trashy reality TV. Oh my God. Sweetest guy on the planet. Like, just like I adored him. He's, he's very like, kind of like a Bill Murray character, like incredibly cerebral, incredibly intelligent, and just really had his finger on the pulse of things. Um, I, I'm not sure what his hands are in today. I think he's mainly retired, but just the sweetest guy. So I did a lot of stuff for him. I, 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 you know, it's all a blur, but, um, loved it, you know, loved yeah. working for him. And then there were some producers out there who were just complete pieces of shit. Am I, I allowed reality. to, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Fuck yeah. This is, this is, I'm from Philly. That's all we do is curse. Oh, okay. That's our, Thank every God. other I, word is fuck. I'm we from, don't even say, um, we say fucking, fucking. I don't know how to qualify mine, but I like, <laughs> 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 but, um, so anyway, and you know, then there were some that were just terrible and, and one of them died and I, I didn't even, you know, I was like the first time in my life, I didn't care that somebody died. Wow. Oh my they, God. They were that bad of a person. You know, I have a lot of friends that are in cast reality casting who are listening to this, I'm sure. And they say the same thing. There's people that just drive are them just fucking fucked. crazy. Just horrible. Yeah. Horrible. They have no idea what goes into a casting process because you're getting... Oh, it's hell. It's not to like... To all the casting yeah. directors out there for reality TV, God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. It is the hardest job. Yeah. It is a really difficult, You're just horrific reiterating job. everything that they've yes. said. I'm actually going to have a couple uh, of my friends that are in casting do a podcast in a couple of weeks. You should. And just get the load out. Oh, my God. It, it's so know. juicy. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that goes on is so juicy. So what do you do? You, you said you watch a lot of reality TV now, right? What do you watch? Yes. Um, well, I love it. I'm not going to say I don't. Uh, a shout out to Mark Wahlberg, Temptation Island. That uh-huh. is like my buddy right there. He's like one of the sweetest guys on the planet. So to clarify, Mark Wahlberg is a host, host of Temptation not the Island. Actor. <laughs> yes, although everybody would love to see the Mark Wahlberg on Temptation Island. I'm oh, sure that would be amazing. The show would be over. Everybody would be like, "Yeah, I'm going to cheat." And That's it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm cheating with Mark Wahlberg. So, and ironically, Below Deck is like my favorite. I love Below Deck. It's fucking amazing. Andy Cohen can do no wrong, is what I say all the oh, time. Oh my god! All the housewives, except for. Um, Potomac. Yeah, Potomac I'm not seems feeling to be, that. Potomac seems to be the so boring. Least turbulent. So boring. Yeah, and then they're all. They just had a thing called BravoCon. Um, then that all the people from all the different shows went and did over in New York, and it uh-huh. was like a panel and all this other stuff. And uh, everybody, they had the Real Housewives of New Jersey, New York, and Orange County all saying that they were the ones that put this all on the map. You know, so they were all like trying to take the fame of starting it all. <sighs> But it's, you know, it's, it is what these people are fucking out of control. <laughs> and then, of course, I watch the psychic shows. Right. Which ones do you watch all of them? 
Um, no, I watched. I watched Tyler Henry. Yep. I watched Long Island Medium. Yep. Um, you've got to know what's out there. Yeah. And and when I had my first development deal, because what happens in this town is, you know, everybody wants to make a TV show about you. It goes through all this bullshit red tape, and then nothing ever happens. Right. <laughs> For like the last ten years. No, that's exactly that's exactly right. I've tried to make reality shows, and they've gotten very far. And then all of a sudden it just drops because, you know, you have that one kid who just graduated from Penn who had like a business degree, but that thinks he knows how to do a reality show. You go in to pitch it to him. "Mm, No, I don't like it. Or can we change it? Can we put it over here? Instead of a medium woman, um, because there's already, you know, two of those. Can she be a medium dog? Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of shit. And you're like, no, this is the idea. If I could tell you all the ideas people have had for me and everything that's failed, it's like hilarious. But at the end of the day, mostly what people want is a uh, psychic show where you read celebrities. That's it. <laughs> well, right. Because because uh, Tyler Henry is doing so well. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So are you going to have so your celebrity? No, my show them? is completely different, which is awesome. But of course, I signed like an NDA. Mm-hmm. I can't say what it is, but it's completely different, which is great. Well, I can't wait to promote it. I can't oh, wait. Well, to, that'll be fun. I for can't us. wait to watch it. Right. We'll but, see. But we'll see. It could just go down the shithole. No, you it's say. Like, you <laughs> but we you have to told Positive. You have yes. to believe. Of course, have we to have believe. to believe. But um, so uh, I watched those shows, and um, but to be totally honest with you, I don't love psychic reality shows. I love The Housewives. I love Below Deck. Right, I love- <laughs> everybody, everybody loves those shows because they get to turn their brain off and see yes. these people in a high-powered position. That's the whole thing with Bravo. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but by network. Like my the three major networks I watch are Bravo, TLC, and uh, oh man, Bravo's number one. I want to say A and E, right? Yeah. So, but like Bravo, you have to have a like some sort of rich richness to you, right? Oh, or yeah. work for somebody. Like the Vanderpump kids aren't maybe aren't rich, but they're directly related to Lisa Vanderpump, who is right. Do you know what it's called? What. Wish fulfillment. Wish fulfillment. Yeah. Did you know that? I did not know that. So that's what that kind of TV is called. Okay. Wish fulfillment. Because you want to fulfill your wishes right. by watching that. Okay. I, I completely agree with that. And then E's all celebrities, right? Yeah. Every show's got a celebrity on it. And then Annie's all like real people doing real shit. You know, that's what it's supposed to be like that kind Which of Which to me is boring. Right. I like wish fulfillment. Well, there's some <laughs> there's some shows on A&E like, have you ever say, seen 60 Days In? No. Oh, my God. That one's so What good. is it? That's about uh, these people volunteer to go uh, to jail for 60 days and be like the scouts to see where the drugs are coming in, how the food is, how the people are being treated by the guards. And like they have to act like they're normal people because they're in a real jail. And then the, there's cameras that show it's all live no. shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I love it. No, see, I had like the roughest childhood. I know everyone says that, but like we were like homeless, poor, siphoning gas, living off of nothing. So it's like I don't like seeing that shit. Like I'm, I want to see the housewife. You want to? <laughs> well, that's per- that makes perfect sense. You know, that's that's an actual great way to put it. I don't want to see why people watch certain things. You know, I never want to go to jail, but I want to know what it looks like. 
chick in there, you know, right. that's going to deter me for damn sure. <laughs> I never want to do heroin, but I'm going to watch the fuck out of intervention. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I don't want any of that. No. no, no. So it's almost like what you call it? The will. Wish fulfillment. Wish fulfillment. Right. This is almost like wish or determined <laughs> wish training. Determined. determined training. It's like, right. I don't want that. <laughs> I do want that. I don't want that. Right. Um, have you ever been on like a Coke bender or anything? I've never done any drugs. You haven't? No. Oh, see, I have. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, no, I don't want to see that. You yeah. know, why not? You know, I, I just, it never really appealed to me. I know that I have, this is going to sound horrible, but I know I have control issues, uh -huh. right? That's why I can't fly. I don't really like being a passenger and a driver in a car, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and I know that I have like my family kind of has addiction issues. Uh huh. Um, so I just figured I never put myself in the, in the game. Plus, it just it's not appealing to me. Like I used to smoke weed and do all that other shit. And what, the second I lost a little bit of control, then I would freak out. So like when I would smoke weed, I know that was in me for six hours. You know, then I would, I would flip out. But alcohol, I know where my drink is and I know how much is in there and I know if I can stop and then I can have water and I'll feel better. And then, you know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. So, right. Uh, plus, the first time I did, I smoked weed, it was laced with PCP and angel dust. So, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So, no way. Yeah. So, that was kind of, that was a major deterrent right there. I was like, I don't want to do that again. That's the universe. Don't get your, your marijuana from Fairmount Park at one o'clock in the morning in the 90s. That's what it is. 90s weed was rough. Early, late, or late 80s, early 90s. <laughs> Given my age here, too. So, so now we have this whole thing, this whole psychic TV show phenomenon going on. Right. right? Started back in the day with like Miss Cleo. Right. That Bless was, remember, it was like, first it was call in. Yes. Call in. <laughs> call in. Get your, get your reading. Right. Right. I miss Cleo. Yes. And people bought it. I know. She was fake, though. She was fake. It came out recently. Yeah. She yes. was fake, but people, they pay the $199 on a rotary phone, on the house phone or whatever it was, and they called in Miss Cleo, and she was famous. Right. She was she was famous for her character, but she was also, people really believed her and went to her, you know? Mm-hmm. And then uh, Miss Cleo, oh, and then you, then you, then it started like with, um, I used to be a huge Sylvia Brown fan. Remember Sylvia oh, Brown? Oh, God, with the raspy smoker voice. Yeah. She was the best. Honey, sit down. You're, she you're, was like, yeah. you died in water. Yeah. And, they, and they're like, it was 9-11. It was water. <laughs> so true. Yes. Yes. Would, so, so people who don't know Sylvia Brown, she would she would go on um, Montel Williams. Yes. Like she was like Montel Williams is like bitch she yes. would go on there and she would like just sit there and she was like this frumpy she looked like i mean no offense to anybody but she looked like she hasn't hadn't left the park in a while right. and um she was kind of overweight and she literally her voice was like this and she would talk like this and somebody would be like miss miss um or sylvia um i can't find my daughter she's been missing she's in the candy store yeah <laughs> uh she's not no, she's in the candy store she, damn it yeah you know she's she's not in a candy store there's no you know about She's in. Just like I you said. Candy. Fuck you. I see candy. My husband, he drowns, right? Um, no, he's sitting right next to me, actually. He's, he's right dead. here. No, he's dead. She, <laughs> fuck off. He's dead. Yeah. And for one out of every like 10 she got right, people were like, oh shit, she's fucking oh, yeah. good. I and wish she, I had that clout, you know? Yeah. Or that uh, look or whatever it's called. What is that called? What? Where you. Okay, cancel clear, delete. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. 
Wait, you, I mean, you, I, you, so you just read me and I'll get to that, but that okay. you're, you're legit. You're no Sylvia Brown. That's for Well, damn I have a client who was a protege, a protege, no, a devotee of Sylvia Brown. Okay. And she followed her around Whoa. the country. Whoa. In the, in, back in the day. Like the Tony Robbins. Right. Slash, like a yeah, fish people. And she says to me. That I blow doors off of Sylvia Brown. And I, I actually take that as a huge compliment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, she was huge in like the early 2000s. So was John Edwards, right? Yep. It's no S on the end. I think it's John, John Edward. Edward. I have a client who saw him or sees him and he said if... If, oh, I God, this is scandalous. I don't know if you want to keep it on. But he said yes, between do. you and me. Yeah, and us. That if I see, if if that client continued to see him, they weren't allowed to see me. Wow. Because you would tell him the truth and it'd be contradicting to exactly. whatever he's saying, yeah. which would prove him wrong, especially when your shit would come out Correct. right. Well, because you're a believer because I just read you. Yeah, you fucking. I right. mean, I think you are. Yeah. Right. Because my shit's real. Yeah. That's, I just did this interview for this magazine. I can't remember which one, but they were asking me stuff. And my friend goes, you came across as cocky. And I was like, well, my shit's real. I'm not going to say it's not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, it's just this, I believe. Yeah. That's it. Just so, uh, I mean, I guess we could talk about it now before. Well, yeah. So there was John Edwards and the, the thing with Sylvia Brown and John Edward and James Vander. Prague and all those right. other people is that they would read to large audiences. They would section it off into a whole side. And then they'd kind of be like, who has the sister around here? Right. Well, yeah, exactly. I <laughs> There was like a, there was like a method that they would use. Uh, so like, it's called the Barnum method. Okay. So what I studied, the first time I started getting uh, opportunities for shows, I started studying psychics because the way I read is not how psychics read. Right. A lot of psychics, I will say. I mean, God bless them. I, I'm sure there's lots of real psychics. I feel because I know I have this, uh, I call it the gift and the curse. And it's the, it's, it's, of seeing you get impulses and you see things. But, um, I never have really contemplated, you know, a lot of, uh, people can be sanctimonious like, Oh, the gods are telling me this. Oh, this is happening. This is happening. Um, but for me, I've never really questioned it. I just close my eyes and images and things start happening. And I just start saying what I'm seeing. And it's, um, maybe that's, not taking responsibility, but, um, for me, it's, I do liken it to energy and I liken it to angels and things like this, but, but mainly I'm just being given downloads and I enjoy liking it. I like to liken it to energy more than anything in order to have a scientific explanation for what's going on in my brain. So you, you, you see things and you hear things mainly see, you mainly see things. Yeah. I close my eyes and I see things. Okay. And so I start calling out everything that's being given to me, the information. So I, I would love to think it's from angels, right? but I also try to scientifically prove what's going on with me because I've, questioned it my whole freaking life. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I, I just lost my thought. What was my point? Well, we were talking about the Barnaby method. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when I started getting offered um, shows and things, I started researching psychic ability 
And what I came about was this thing called Barnum Technique. And what they do is they ask you open-ended questions, right? Because my technique is I just call out everything I see and feel in my mind. Right. So I will do, because I don't know how psychics work, right? Right. So my thing with you, as we did just right. now, is I just start freestyling. Yeah. And I say... Like I said, I said, Mary, I see her. Uh, this is a significant name for you. And she is. And, and, and like everything I do, I'm sure you've had readings is different yeah. than, than other psychics. 100%. Totally different. I got chills from you right, literally right off the bat. So just a little, I'll talk more about it. But like I have a tattoo on my on my arm that I forget's there because it's on the side, my side arm. So it's like where my pinky goes all the way down to my elbow. Right. So it's like down there. So I can't really see it. And people always ask me what it is, is a bunch of numbers. Right. And, uh, it's literally just like, it says like 12, 19, 41, 11, 23, 41, 1, 8, 79. Like that, it goes down like that. And people are always like, Oh, is it the numbers from lost? Is it, you know, you make funny jokes. I'm like, no, it's my mom, dad, and sister's birthday. And Heather stood up put her finger right on the 23 and goes, that's your dad. And I was like, yeah, that's his birthday. That's the, she has no idea what any of them, the references or anything. And then she's like, and he's, he's passed. Yeah. And I was like, yep, he's passed. She's like, yeah, he's here. He's telling me and this is the next week's his birthday. And I was like, yeah. And it was, I mean, she didn't get a chance to look at 11, 23, 41 and put that together and then say, well, it's either 12, 19, 41 or 11, you know, cause 41 has got to be the parents, you know, like that kind of stuff. So right away she was right into it. And then we kind of just rolled into other stuff that I, we'll definitely talk about but like it's definitely a different way of sitting down and getting a reading which is the other thing I wanted to ask you is like what's the difference between like what you do you have tarot cards I see that right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so like what is the different like and, and then you go on like YouTube and there's a million people doing tarot card readings right and then I have friends that do tarot card you know you can learn how to do tarot card and what it is and your energy and blah 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 is that more of like a trick uh, I, I would say no. Um, I don't. Like the way that you came up with stuff that you know about me, like even the the uh, names the initials and the, the initials. Woman you're How the right. fuck would I know the initials of the woman you're dating? There no is idea. no way. Yeah. There is no way. There's no way. There's no way. You know the way is. Energy. Right. I liken it to energy. Right. Uh, energy of angels, ancestors, uh, guides. You know, they uh, psychics call it everything. I. I don't hang out with psychics. I'm not in the world. It's 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 like it's just inherent in my being. I like to hang out with people in fashion and art and, and music and actors and people like you guys. Right. I, I'm not interested in hanging out with a bunch of psychics <laughs> going off on like weird mind shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I'm not interested. And the ones this is inherent in my being. It's like a singer. You can sing, you sing. That's you see really what I'm good, saying? That's a really good analogy. Right. That's a really good analogy. Right. So it's not like I, I, I so it's what's not with, my thing. What's with the tarot cards? Because like Okay, even, so here's what I want to say about tarot. Yes. Oh, go ahead. No, because I was going to say? say like even on the shows that are like really successful now, like Long Island Medium, Ty uh, Tyler Henry and all, they don't bust out tarot cards and they're right. like, well, the tower is, ups is reversed. So <laughs> new beginnings. Be a cool idea though. <laughs> But, but tarot, these aren't tarot cards. These are just like some simple cards. Mm -hmm. um, tarot can be uh, a, a guide. I do think 
like uh, energetically, everything happens for a reason, right? Right. So right. there can be energy behind the cards, and they definitely flip over for a reason. I don't do tarot per se uh, because I feel like I'm beyond that, but it can be a guide, right? Like. Uh, for your life. So you pull a card, it's no accident. I believe in that stuff. So you pull a card and it says, hangman, you need to watch out for X, Y, Z. I believe that. It's energetically being drawn to you. It's flipped over for a reason. And it does mean something. Everything means something. There is meaning behind everything. Yeah, I'm a huge, huge proponent of that. I, I yes, huge thing. Everything happens for a reason. You have the, we have the freedom of choice, you know. So it makes us human is our ability to choose, right? Right. Um, but uh, I'm a huge believer that everything happens. Oh yeah, for a reason. Just like this, you know what I mean? Like this, this. Sure, of course. For a reason. Uh, there were definitely things I needed to hear in that reading. Right. You know? Um. And then we're going to have a future relationship after this with like school and stuff. We're going to go to Old Navy and get yeah. some chinos. Yeah, chinos and puffy, <laughs> puffy jackets because it's getting cold. And we're going to sew Gucci labels into them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, so now we have – we're into this reality boom with this reality TV shows, right? Like I said, Tyler Henry, Long Island Medium, Mama Medium. Um, there was there was a little boom before this in like 2006, 2007. Okay. But they were using mediums and psychic psychics almost like um, like animals at a zoo. OK. So like there were shows like Rescue Medium. So like it was like they were trying to take people and make them detectives. So it was like Rescue Mediums where like they would tell people like, have you seen this girl? And then they had to go try and find the girl or something like that. Oh, like, yes. Do you know what I, I mean? remember they had one where it was a psychic challenge and they had like oh, 10 psychics. That's what I was just going to no bring. No way. That show was a trip. Yeah. You must be a psychic because I was just going to bring that up. Yes. That's what was it? It was called uh, America Psychic Challenge. Yes. <laughs> I love that one. It was so corny. But I, that's so crazy because I never saw it. And I'm reading about this and I'm like, holy fuck. I would watch this show. That you show was in a season, trip. Do you know it's in season 20? What? In Ukraine and Russia, that show. That show is? Yeah, because it got bought out by like a European reality company. So it was in the Netherlands. It was in Germany. It was in England. And now Ukraine and Russia, like they're still so in the So the Russians are into it. They're into it. I wonder shit. why. So this show was a competition reality show like Survivor or Amazing Race, more like Amazing Race, in 2007. And it was on Lifetime. It was Buddha Murray who did like Real World and right. Real Rules and all that. And there was like a $100,000 prize for whoever was the most psychic. And they would give you... They, the production would come up with like things like or they would hide somebody in the field. No, I remember. Yeah. They had someone in like a box or something. Yeah. They had a box like buried in the desert. Yes. And you had to go find where the, they through the energy, find where this person was buried. And this one woman who won in the finals had this challenge and she went and put the picture of this guy right over where he was buried. Michael Michelle White Gravers, wait something. She won it. And uh, yeah. Yeah. 
I remember there's like some little lesbian girl. Like, yeah. God bless. I, I shouldn't say that, <laughs> but it's just like a, uh, I didn't mean it like that. No, God, it I love lesbians. I love the gay community. What the You're, fuck? Is no, that is, nobody's going to take that so anything stupid. than what it is. But, but she was like cute. She was just like, you know, mm-hmm. a little masculine. Yeah. Well, she, she, I don't know who won. I don't know if that was her or not, but my point is, is that they were taking psychics and using them as kind of like circus, you know? Right. Like, there was never this one-on-one that we have now. Now we have these shows that are so personalized and people are still saying like, mm, it's bullshit, you know? And my response to that is if Long Island, if Teresa Caputo on Long Island Medium, if she's bullshit and she's reading these people in Long Island, these, these normal day, everyday firemen, whatever people in Long Island – and they're having that kind of reaction and faking their crying, then I quit acting because right. <laughs> they're fucking good right. if they're faking this shit. There's no way. And then people are like, well, they, she's finding out stuff about them that is ahead of like before they come in. And even the people on the show are like, there's no way she could have known that. I've never said any of that to anybody. There's zero way that, that, that she could have done any kind of research to, to bring that around. I love that big-haired woman. Yeah. Like, I watched that one, and she's so compassionate, and she's so in tune. Um, I don't don't understand how they could know—I mean, sure, maybe they're fed a few things. Who knows? But to get that deep in a reading and to make those people cry, that's impossible. It's impossible. Maybe they know the name of their brother or something. Maybe they do. But how to get that deep? I, I don't think so. So do you don't think you're you're a believer of all three of those people? Do you watch Mama Medium? I, I think the Tyler Henry kid is adorable. Yeah. I think the uh, the Long Island Medium is is fabulous. And then I don't know this Mama one. Who is that? She's the same thing, same TLC. She's just a woman that lives, I want to say, like – somewhere in maybe Ohio. Okay. okay. And uh, she's got a normal family. The husband hates the fact that she's a psychic. Like, not hates it like, fuck you. You shouldn't do this. Do something like... Oh, that was my first husband. Oh, yeah. Oh, he hated it. But more of like, oh, you're going to go talk to that person now? Right. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. can we just move along and have a normal day? Like, yeah. He, he, and he doesn't believe in it. Right. Right? But she'll be like, uh, your ex-wife who died is standing over you right now. And he and she'll say stuff to him and he'll start crying and be like, stop, stop. Right. I'm not into that kind of shit, you know, which right. makes it even more real because yeah. her husband's reacting that way to that kind of stuff, you know. But she's the sweetest woman in the world, very everyday, very middle America. And she'll just go up to somebody at the supermarket and be like – so-and-so is stepping forward. Uh, they want to say, like, they but know what See, I don't do that. I will never approach someone. Okay, you don't approach. I was just going to say, you talk to my mom, and my grandma, and my dad in that last right. reading. Right, but guess what? You asked for it, and yeah. you're in my office. Yeah, that's what I meant. I so- will never approach someone on the street. Why? Never. Because it's creepy. It is creepy. And I don't tell people I'm a psychic. When I'm at a party here in L.A. or whatever, I just... I, I, it's not my thing. What's that like for you being at a party? Or like- and the thing is, is I'm not hungry. You see, mm-hmm. I'm not looking for clients. Right. And I think that sometimes those people are looking for clients. Yeah, for sure. Right. 
So they're like, oh, your grandfather's here. Well, I mean, they're not looking for clients. They're, they have the cameras around them and their producers are going. Well, no, no, no. I don't yeah. mean those guys. Right. I'm saying those psychics who aren't are, on TV. Right, right, right. Where right, they right. come up to you and they say weird shit. Yeah. Like those guys are looking for clients or something, right? Well, how is it for you being in like a party? If you have, if you're picking up on all these, because you pick up on people's what, auras? Or do you uh, like... Well, like energy. Energy. Yeah. So you, I mean, especially in Hollywood, you must see... Well, them. that's why I get up at 4.30. I, do, I go to Ralph's at 5, you know, or 6 or whatever. I, I don't like large crowds. Wow. Because it's too much energy to pick up on. Wow. Right? So I'm trolling over to Ralph's at like 6 a.m. buying my groceries when no one's there. Wow. That's what it really affects your life that, oh, yeah. that much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't enjoy parties per se, but it, unless it's like people I know and I feel safe with. Right. So that whole scene, uh, especially when I was younger, was really difficult for me. I bet. Did you base <laughs> – I never even thought about this before, but like did you – did you base like like relationships and shit off of like if you were at a party and a dude walked up to you and was like, hey, you're hot. Yeah. And would you be like uh, look into his future and be like, you are going to be broke when you're fucking 50 oh. and divorced. So, <laughs> so I'm going to not had, talk to you. You know, I have a really awesome dad and I've always chosen like super great boyfriends. OK. So I don't know if that's psychic ability or the fact that I have a cool dad or yeah. what. Yeah. But like. I never really had, and this is so like, I, I, I hope it doesn't sound, I don't care how it sounds. I've had great guys. Okay. I've good. had great guys. Well, then you probably would have had some sort of red light go off in your brain or something if somebody wasn't going to be good. Right. So, you, so maybe it is that kind of like intuition. But your like intuition, most women are like, oh, everybody's been an asshole or guys are yeah. dogs or whatever. I had a great boyfriend it's probably, and husbands. It's probably that intuition that is uh, yeah. probably like in a different level than most people's maybe intuition. Maybe so. That's because you're open I've to never it. been asked that. That's a yeah. good question. Yeah, I figure that's, that's that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. You probably would have gotten some sort of extra big feeling if it wasn't if it wasn't right so that you just stayed away from those people or like yeah you know how it has a you know how 2020 cars have like the lane assist now yes you probably have lane assist <laughs> maybe so <laughs> like if you started to go out of the lane like your intuition puts you back on track maybe yeah i mean there's a lot of messed up stuff from my life but like men has never been you know, like that i never bad. blamed any i went through some a, a lot very messed up childhood too right and i never people who put the blame of their childhood on who they are now, I don't buy it. No. You know, unless, I mean, I've never, I went through some pretty fucked up shit, but like, I mean, it wasn't like turned me into a murderer or any kind of fucked up shit, but I'm a normal person living my normal life and I make my own decisions on how I react to stuff, you know? No one can hurt you without your permission, what Gandhi said, right? Love. So that's, Love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. So that's, you, you, so I don't buy into any of that stuff anyway that people kind of blame that shit on. But, um, uh, you got me to go deep. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, th back to the shows is what do you feel about the production value of all this stuff? Like, do you, do you, Oh my God. So I love the tackiest ones. So there was one called relationship rescue. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that mm -hmm. one? Or, or maybe it was like. I think it was called Relationship Rescue. No, I think you're right. They I were in a house. It, it was it was like reality stars rescuing their their relationships. Okay. 
or 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 marriage boot camp all star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the one. Why did I call it relationship <laughs> I don't know, but rescue? I love marriage boot camp. Oh my god, that one was amazing. And they had like the OTF, you know, where they're like speak on the fly, where they're speaking their little. Uh, you know things in the confession right, booth, right, 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 and so you could see the cord behind them of like some sort of piece of equipment or something, oh, and it was like no. this big yellow cord behind their head while they were doing their confessional. I was like, this is awesome oh because it was God. like the production value was such crap, right? But what about like Tyler Henry and all that other stuff? You you're full into him, right? Like you would back him up 100 percent of what he does is completely true you don't think it's produced at all so a lot of a lot of things i get with a lot of my friends oh are, i see what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of my friends are on reality tv right and the question i get all the time is it's fake and right. i'm like no that the shit that they're fucking that the, the relationships that they have as these people on this show are real like yeah. they're really fighting. They're really not talking. They're really having this up. Do they have to go back and have the fight over again because the camera missed it? Yes. Right. But what's going on in their lives isn't fake. It know? has to be real. They used to get on me because I would say um, they would want me to cast a couple, for instance. And I would say, uh, oh, my God, I can't date myself. But I did this show that was about uh, couples who were in, in turmoil. I'm not going to say the name, but they <laughs> but they would say I would say, well, they really hate each other. And they say, Heather, you can't make them hate each other more than they actually do. Right. Because I'd say, oh, they want to kill each other. They they're getting they're near divorce, this and that, because I'd try to up produce them. Right. And they say you can't do that. They have to be organically hating each other. Yeah. I mean, the producers would get pissed at me. But with this, so with with the show that my, most of my friends are on, I'm seeing that like, yeah, they'll say like, you have to go paint a house with so and so tomorrow, and then while you're there, have this conversation, right? Right. But it's but a real conversation. Now with these medium people, right? What's what do you feel is being produced? Do you know what I mean? Like, what do you feel is like? Is it real that? These people found her. Did these producers go searching for the people? Is it like, do you know what I mean? Like, if do you feel like if you were on your reality show, there'd just be a camera watching you and then I was just a normal person that came in? Or do you feel like there would be a production assistant out there being like, he's... Well, oh, oh sorry. No, 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 not at all. If I can speak to the casting process, I would just say, for instance, if it's like a, a, a psychic show, the way I would produce it, I can't speak to how they're doing it. I have right. no idea. Right. But if I were to create a psychic show and I wanted someone who was in a... Um, let's say a bad relationship, then I'd blast a casting call out to people who are in bad relationships. And then I would have them come in. And the most interesting couple who has the most interesting bad relationship, I would then use for the show. Would I tell Tyler Henry about them? No. Right. And then I'd have them come on and have him read them. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. But they would be the best for TV. They would have the juiciest story. They would be interesting. And then I would use them as a producer. Would I tell Tyler Henry about them? No. He would cold read. Right. That's how I'd produce it. Got it. Got it. 
So kind of like with the Alan Thick stuff with Tyler Henry, like they get they brought his wife back after he passed. There's stuff that like Tyler, like the audience knows with Tyler Henry, which I think makes him endearing is that he doesn't right. know about the whole celebrity world. That's the other thing is people are like, he knows everybody that, that he's reading. Do you know right. what I mean? Like right. he, he says he gets driven there and, and doesn't know who that when he shows up and then he doesn't watch a lot of TV. And but everything. isn't he like 12? You know, I he's mean, like he's 21, a kid. But like he's a kid. But like people are like, I don't know if that's real. He obviously knows who like John Oliver did a whole thing on his show about like reality t- um, about psychics and how it's so easy to find things and just do one little bit of like research hit, right. hit Matt Lauer on Google and you're going to know what's going on in his fucking life right and then you read them you know it's like what's the plausibility but about it? my thing is this I read you it has to be things that aren't on Google right like you and I we're friends on Instagram right so anything I find on Insta is going to be a moot point. Right. I mean, my dad's – I have stuff about my dad dying on Instagram. I have stuff of my dog on Instagram, right, who passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you did, You said that my dad's with my dog up there okay. earlier, right? Okay. Um, but I don't think it's something that you were like going through and looking at. Do you know what I mean? Like I never right. got that Im- impression. But that's where I'm saying like the people could come in that are like – not believers of this and say right. and say well there's your proof right, right. there right 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 they could have seen that but then you're gross and you're yeah. going to hell <laughs> you're just a weirdo yeah <laughs> I, I mean i guess like that that's but like it's just so hard when you have because people are going after Teresa caputo now oh really oh yeah they go but see you're always going to be gone after like that's another reason I don't read in public. I don't tell people what I do in public because there's so many haters. You say, I'm a psychic. Like, that's not a the job people go, oh, so cool. You know, a lot of the times they're like, wow. You yeah. Know, like, what is that? Yeah. It's- or they see it as like, you know, a trick. You know, right? They're you're like, like, oh, I'm a well, you're a you're a, yeah. you're a cheap bastard, or you're a charlatan, right. or you're if a freak. somebody. If somebody says, oh, I'm a you know, I'm, I'm a magician at the Magic Castle, you're gonna be like, oh, show me something, right? Do you know what I mean? Right. So you say I'm a psychic somewhere. Somebody's like, oh, to read me. They um, what they always say is, what am I thinking right now? Uh, <laughs> and I always say, you're thinking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna tell people I'm a psychic and use that everywhere I go. That'll be my new pickup line at parties. Yeah. Yeah. It should be. What do you do? I'm a psychic. What am I thinking about right now? They always say it. Sex with me. They say it every <laughs> time. Every That's time. Awesome. It's but, so irritating. <laughs> so what's the next step with this, with your with your reality show and all that other stuff? And you, you had something called Karma Girls too, right? I saw that on oh your website. Oh my God. That's so weird. That was on my website? Mm-hmm. It was? There was a YouTube video. Uh, somebody interviewed you on your website. Weird. Okay. So yeah, Karma Girls, we actually sold uh, and then my partner got really, um, don't say sick. No, 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 no. Um, it just, no, I'm not going to say that story. Uh, they dropped us. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Which is, you know, what happens. It always does. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. So this show. I feel like you were probably the pool of that show. I'm just going to be psychic on my own in my own intuition and feel that you were probably the main pool of that show. And then the other half of the girls uh, probably wasn't so much because I stopped the video after your session. (laughs) I didn't care about the other part of it, you know, so I'm figuring that that's probably 
why that didn't go through. Correct. But, right. So which is good because, you know, you do have you're very pretty and you Thank do. You. You're welcome. And you do have a uh, believability to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right off the bat. So. Well, it's just I mean. This is it. Yeah. That, it's like I say to you, there's things, I mean, my client, Bonnie, one of my favorite clients, I met her. I said, you will, I'm very specific with my predictions. Yeah. I said, you will meet your soulmate today. You will leave here and meet your soulmate today. I see the color green. She goes to the restaurant Sage, which is green. Yeah. Meets a woman. I said, you're going to meet a woman who looks just like you. Meets a woman who looks just like her. They fall in love. They're married today with a baby. That's her soulmate. That, that shit ain't on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, she left my office that day, met her soulmate, fell in love. The rest is history. Like, this stuff just pops into my head. I don't know how. There's a lot of things that you do. So, like, like Tyler Henry, like, you know, the thing with Teresa Caputo is she does a lot of past life stuff. She talks about people that passed that, that, you know, so-and-so is talking to you, right? Tyler Henry does the same thing. He talks about people that have died. You know, that's his main thing is who's this person? This person's coming through. They want to say this. Are you holding an object? You don't do that. I'm more present day. You talked about. I mean, I am a medium, but I'm more about right now. How can you fix your life? How can you make your life better? How can you move forward in a positive direction and prosper? But you're very definite too, which is what, you know, so it's like with my dad, you, I'm, right away and he's with a dog over there you're not a small dog but not you know he's you know very specific with that um talk about my mom very specific with it. even like her personality you wouldn't know her personality you know or that she's tired or you know if she's how she is my sister you know you uh, the, the one big thing was my brother nobody even knows i have a brother right you know you brought him up and you said he's just either non-existent or just really far off and I don't talk to him. Right. You know, he exists. He's in my life, but I don't talk to him ever. Right. So right. that, I mean, everything was spot on. But then you got into specifics that's like, when it, usually when I go see psychics, I mean, usually it'll be on a whim at like the psychic bookstore, which is like whatever, right. just people getting paid to do tarot readings, tarot readings. But I've gone to some high profiled ones that didn't have specifics. Right. You know, because they don't want to get caught in the in the not being. No, right. no, I go uh, balls out, as they say. You got very specific with some right. specific stuff to me that's going to be like, OK, <laughs> well, this is either going to happen or it's not. You right. Know? No, I don't. I don't have fear. I'm, I'm very fearless because, I mean, I, I've had, like I said, a hard life and shit has gone down. I don't have fear. I've had a gun in my face. I've died a few times, you know, things like this. I don't have fear. This is what I see. Have fun with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people come back to me and they're, I had this client, Dorothy, realtor. I said, she was having trouble selling a house. I said, it'll sell, it'll sell on May 18th dead on May 18th. She texted me the week before. It hasn't sold, Heather. I said, is it May 18th? She said, no. May 18th, she texted me, sold. I mean, that's crazy shit. Shit like that. That's crazy Because I see the numbers. I right. see the visions. Yeah. I see this in my mind like pictures. It's, almost, it's weird too because sitting across from you, you telling that story back, I could see you went to that seeing that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I can see that. And you were talking about like, um, 
making it like more scientific and all that other stuff and not just like the downloads. They actually tried that with Tyler Henry. I don't know if you saw that episode, but Dr. Drew is really fascinated with how he's doing this. Okay. So they, they hooked him up to um, uh, a brain machine. Okay. Right. And they had him do a reading with like Steve-O or something. Who fucking cares? Right. But they had him do the reading. Steve-O. I love it. And the neuroscientist was there watching his brain waves and everything while he was doing it. And while he was making predictions, the part of his brain that like is cognitive in the, in the, in this reality, in the moment, like taking in everything would fall asleep. Right. So they, he said it was like if he's like in a deep slumber right now. Right. That's where his brain is. Right. But he's wide awake sitting I there go talking. Blank. That's what happens. I, I, well, I go in. I call it a trance-like state. Yeah. Yeah. It's a trance-like state. That's what he said. He goes, if, if from a scientific point of view, looking at his brain right now, he should be in like RAM deep sleep. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Exactly. But he's sitting here talking and all that others like wh- that doesn't make any any neurological sense whatsoever. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I agree. Yeah. I totally agree. I'm excited to see where, where if, I mean, this is I mean, I got shit that's supposed to be happening tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. I said it. Thursday. Yep. And then like uh, uh, the whole meeting for somebody and where and when and the chairlift and, you know, um, uh, and then the, the biggest thing was just out of nowhere, you know, she just said, who the fuck's Mary? And when she just keeps saying, say right. my name. And that's my right. grandma who's like tattooed on my wrist, right. who was like this little shit kicker. Yeah, Spitfire is a better and way I to say it. That. Yeah, she's a little Spitfire from South Georgia and she was amazing. And, you know, having her as, you know, my having her know that is just you know amazing it, it, i i was blown away by it and i haven't been that kind of blown away by it in a long time which is a, why i'm glad i did it first i thank you do you know what i mean thank you because if we did it on the podcast people can't see my reactions and know what i'm doing when i'm over it right but i did it afterwards but i'm glad i did it first because now i can be like hell yeah Nice. Yeah. I like that. Thank yeah. you. I, Thank I mean, you. you know, it's just, it's funny because when I started doing readings, I was like, I don't know, is it going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and then every time it just happens. It's crazy. That, yeah. Because it just did happen. You just pointed at my dad's thing and then we just kind of went into it. That was awesome. Well, Heather, thank you so much for doing this with me. I Thanks really for having me. This no, was awesome. I wish you all the success with the show. Thank you. I'm sure that you're going to, I mean, if I'm going to fucking watch it for damn sure. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll promote the shit out of it. You have to let me know when, when, like what stages it is and all that other stuff. Would love to have you back on for other stuff, you know? Cool. Um, uh, but in the meantime, remember, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. Uh, you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Please rate the show on iTunes and follow me at, at Forever's Evers, at F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S, E-V-O-R-S. What's your Instagram? I'm at, at Heather Psychic. Or heatherable.com. That's A-U-B-L-E. Yeah, go follow her. And guys, I mean, she you teach too, right? What was the teaching? Uh, yeah, I do spiritual advising based yeah. in quantum physics. I'm going to do that shit for sure. Nice. But I've been watching that Gaia channel. I don't know if you watch oh, Gaia. Oh, yeah, Gaia's great. Yeah, Gaia's awesome. Yeah. And I've been wa- listening to quantum physics. and all. <laughs> I have to watch every episode like eight times, but I've been watching that. And, right um, on. Good but, for you. But all the best with you. And I can't wait to tell you all these things that are fucking happening. I love it. You're the best. Thank you so much. Have fun. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. Introducing Watson X Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com federal. IBM, let's create.